to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a union-jacketed person who is very British, Perry. Oh, no. <laughs> I almost <laughs> I almost went for the, uh, um, the just a really, really bad British accent. So you know in- what? It, it's okay to make fun of British people because they're, they're all colonialists. Uh, okay. It's okay. Now, don't make fun of the Irish. The British people, perfectly fine. I, look, I just think that America did whiskey better than the United Kingdom. So I'm going to... You know what I think that America did better? Like having better nicknames for stuff that doesn't sound like a goddamn five year old. Oh, you have to, oh, I'm gonna eat my pasty. <laughs> call it call it a pastry like the rest of us. What are you, a baby? <laughs> <laughs> Toddler. How dare uh, you? Okay. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> what a bunch of absolute morons. No, it's okay. I love the British. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go out and buy some nappies for my <laughs> yeah, so uh, we are talking about Union Jack 1 through 2, or if you you don't realize what Roman numerals are, 1 through 11. <laughs> <laughs> and there's our one joke for the episode. Everybody can go home now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talking about either 2 or 11 Union Jacks. <laughs> we won't know until I talk about the very next thing. We've got 11 Union Jacks to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Here's Union Jack. I like wow, Union Jack a, guy a bit. he's got a Union Jack costume. Wow. Yeah, he looks like he's a British Captain America with no face. Yeah. He Pretty has much. a cow on. And no shield. No shield. Well, like. I mean, also, I don't, I don't like him. People are like, oh, it's like this person's Captain America. It's like Captain America's a guy with steroids. Come yeah. on, all the other countries have better Captain Americas. Do you think that Captain Britain's better than Captain America? No, I. I Who's hate the Brian. colonist now, Jesse? Who's- no, I hate. No, I really hate. I really hate the uh, uh, Captain Britain. He's just a rich asshole. <laughs> yeah, and that's that it. is just true. Like, oh, I'm a rich asshole. Also, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my magic. A magic shape-shifting girlfriend look like a per- like like a hot blonde person because that's what I think is perfect. She's <laughs> empathic. Okay, first off, Megan is an empathic shapeshifter. Okay, it's like oh, I go on. She, she she changes into. Okay, sorry, I'm so I don't like him so much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not here to talk about Benjamin Braddock, though. No, no. You know, the only the only good Braddock is a dead brat. I'm joking. Whoa, I kind of like Psylocke a little bit. Yikes. I like Psylocke a little bit. I don't like the kind of racist thing that like, that Claremont did and turned her into an Asian ninja uh, through the Siege Perilous. I don't like that. That was like real bad. Also, Chris Claremont was, was, not was the a, best. not a good white ally, by the way. Not really great. Kind of racist. Yes. But a white liberal racist, which is almost worse. because uh, It's confusing. You know, also, also, maybe don't kill off your only Native American character in the first two issues of your new launch of X Men. Please don't. Don't make a token character die because he was too like Wolverine, who is nothing like Thunderbird. Okay. Woo. So I'm on. I'm on a tirade right now. Let's let's talk about you, did Jack. Somebody hit Jesse's button. The colonist. Okay. The colonialist Union Jack. So. Union Jack 1, it was Montgomery Lord Falls Well. 
and Union Jack 2 was Brian Falswell. Both of them were adventurers, but the first one was a country squire. Uh, both of them were secret identities. Both of them have no criminal records in the UK. Now, the first one had no other aliases, but the second one was known as the Mighty Destroyer. Mm. Probably of like the history of places that they took over and ransacked to put shiny things in their museums. Well, history is written by those who win or by those who are the most butthurt, so... Um, they both, I don't know. The place of birth was a, a mansion, Farswell Ma- uh, Manor in a village in the north of London. And their place of death, for first one, was Farswell Manor. Second one was a road somewhere in Britain. Just, you know, just somewhere. There's two different places of death? Yeah, one for the first one, one for the second one. Uh, oh, 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 okay. Sorry. I misunderstood yeah. for a second. The first one was a widower. The second one was apparently single. Um, Apparently. Allegedly. I'm not going through that paragraph of known relatives. <laughs> I'm going to go through the paragraph. There's a lot of dead relatives. The Queen of England. Okay. The, uh, the Queen's father of England. The father okay, let's of go the Queen. The, first one. the Queen of England. So, first one Lord Falswell, father dead. John Falswell, brother dead. Lady Falswell, wife dead. Jacqueline Falswell, Crichton, you're right. Daughter, this is tedious. Dead. <laughs> Brian Falswell, son, dead. Lord Crichton, son-in-law, dead. Kenneth uh, Crichton, grandson. Okay, here's the second one. Lord Falswell, grandfather. It's the same thing. It's the same thing, but you you take the relatives like down a generation. Mm. Yeah. So. I understand. Yeah, now you know you understand. You understand. <laughs> you get this. You understand. There, there. It turns out that it's um, when your son takes over, and then your thing, and then you talk, and then like you have the same relatives. <laughs> you just you just you, you, ju- you just move the stuff down. The first, uh, the first uh, one was in the Freedoms Five in the Invaders, and the second one is in the Invaders. And then we have uh, Fallswell, the first one, first appeared in, Invade, uh, in Invaders, issue number seven, as a Mighty Destroyer. And the... Uh, there's too much. I'm only going to go over one. I really don't care enough about this, dude. To, there's so much up front. There's a lot of backstory on this guy. <laughs> yeah, the first, one, the first one appeared in Invaders, issue number seven. And the second one appeared as a Mighty Destroyer in Invaders, number 18. Oof. Oh, and uh, the first ever Fallswell first appeared in Captain America 253 as old acquaintance be forgotten. Wait, was that the modern day? No, that's the modern day one. I'm not going to look up the thing. I'm going to be honest. I don't care enough. I don't know. He was. They were in one. Of, they, they both showed up the invaders, different volumes, and it's too hard for me to look up right now because they did like 15 other invaders comics since then um so the original union jack was montgomery lord fallswell a british nobleman who became a secret costume operative for the british government during world war one clad in a costume resembling the union jack the uh, union jack himself personified personified the fighting spirit of Great Britain, even as Captain America 
would symbolize America's ideals and fighting spirit during World War II. As British government intended, the mysterious mask maker of Union Jack also struck terror in the minds of the Germans, who came to dread his one-man commando-style actions against them. In later days of World War I, Union Jack often operated in a member as a member of a costume operatives from America, Britain, France, and France, known as the Freedoms Five, who battled against the Germans. Towards the very end of the war, Union Jack had grown disillusioned with war due to the bloodshed he had witnessed. Wow, I wonder if th- why that would happen. Mm. It's almost as if war is bad and we should not have it. <laughs> like, maybe, I don't know. It's almost as if the atrocities he faced changed his mind. It's almost as if World War One like changed the the face of combat forever. <laughs> In one of his final wartime missions, Union Jack was assigned by the uh, British Prime Minister David Lloyd George to investigate a series of murders of prominent British subjects, many of them important military leaders. Union Jack found the corporate. The Vampire Baron Blood, my second least favorite Nazi. <laughs> um, who was actually, who was actually his younger brother, John Falswell. By the way, he has a brother who's a vampire. Oh no! And a Nazi, a vampire <laughs> Nazi bat. Nazi. It's the the next big thing on E. Yeah. He's a patriot, so, and he's his brother, but he's also a Nazi. And also, like a bad. <laughs> Wasn't that implied? Well, I mean, but not all <laughs> vampires are like bats. But he was a bat. Oh. Like Baron. Oh, oh, oh. Blood. Okay. Yes. I'm so, picking up what you're putting down. Because Baron Blood was just like, hey, I'm, I'm like, like, I'm like, the Weimar Republic version of a Nazi before Nazis actually existed. No, no. Wow. I really like vampirism. I'm going to drink the blood of people and be able to walk outside for a little bit because of stuff and then eventually turn into a bat. Because of things. Thing. Yeah. So, Unijack fought the vampire and stabbed him with a silver blade, forcing him to flee and thereby thwarting Baron's blood attempt to murder a leading member of parliament. I'm just saying, maybe we wouldn't miss them. Um, uh, a few weeks later, World War One ended, and Union Jack was officially retired from active service by the British government. Uh, he eventually married, had two kids, Brian and Jacqueline, and became and and just led a life of just, just real peaceful country squire. Real nice. I don't know what a country squire is. It sounds like something that rich people can do, and that's it. In uh, in 1938, Lord Falswell was outraged at the Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain's policy of appeasement towards Adolf Hitler's Germany's regime. Wow, that's weird. It's like everyone did not <laughs> like Neville Chamberlain. <laughs> not where I thought you were going with that sentence, but fair. Well, I mean, also, I mean, I don't like, I mean, I also don't like Hitler. I mean, obviously, but Neville Chamberlain was also very bad. Also, you've guess gotta, what? You've got to clarify that. I like that. Winston, Winston Churchill, also, not great. Not great. <laughs> Um, it turns so it turns out like they're bad people just everywhere. It's just the the worst one <laughs> on would, both like, sides. was Hitler. Yeah. It, the worst one was Hitler, but like they're not great people on the other side either. 
Uh, but he was like a, a Brian was an isolationist and a pacifist who disagreed with his father's views. Uh, the argument between the two gained more, just grew more he- heated over time. And finally, Brian left home because of them. Shortly afterwards, a German released a photograph showing Brian Falswell his, and his best friend Robert Aubrey with Hitler himself. Both Brian and Aubrey publicly supported the appeasement of Hitler's regime while they were in Germany. Cool? cool? <laughs> I mean, I'm, that's bad. Yeah. That's not great. No. How, how did they get a picture with Hitler? Well. <laughs> I don't know. I, I assume okay. this was in the same period that cameras existed. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, I thought you had to be. I mean, My yeah. I mean, did Hitler take a lot of pictures with like people who weren't Germans? Did was that a thing? I mean, I mean, I, I'm I legitimately had, asking. I honestly don't know. I mean, I don't know. Oh. Like, did he meet with for, foreign people, like foreign dignitaries, and take? I don't know. I don't either. I've only. I'm not going to look it up. So, <laughs> <laughs> cannot be fussed. Yep. So, uh, Lord Falswell, appalled and saddened by this development, uh, what? Well, he was. Uh, war broke out between Brit- uh, Britain and Germany, and his wife, Lady Falswell, died in a blitz of 1941 when a German bomb fell on the London hospital where she was doing volunteer work. Uh, early in World War Two, Brian Falswell and uh, Roger Aubrey tried to leave Germany. The Nazi government was unwilling to risk the possibility that Falswell and Aubrey would reverse their anti-war positions. And a Gestapo uh, chief in uh, Hamburg, Germany, tore up their passports. Falswell lost his temper and attacked the Gestapo. I I always want to say Gestapo instead of Gestapo. <laughs> you actually said it too. <laughs> I always want you to said say it. it. And for whatever Gestapo. my for whatever reason, my brain went, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> No, no, Gaspacho. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the Souf chief. Um, he, like, you know, he was just like, Jeez. oh, you ripped up my passport, I'm going to punch you. And then he was just like, hey, you just attacked me, I'm going to put you in jail. Um, But, you know, but he, like, and Aubrey, you know, became violent and likewise was also made a prisoner. But he was turned over to the Institute of Nazi Science, where he was brainwashed and subjected to experiments that transformed him into dynamite. A man less than a foot tall. What? What? I mean, dynamite. It's oh, my, it as made, oh, M-I-T. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He was less than a foot tall. Um, Brian Falswell was imprisoned in Hamburg in the same cell as the German scientist, Eric Schmidt, who concocted a variation of the super soldier form that was used to turn Steve Rogers into Captain America. Dying, Schmidt. Uh, asked Falswell to keep a sample of the formula which con- which he had concealed on his uh, person from falling into uh, Nazi hands. Okay. Okay. So, you know how it's real hard to hide stuff in prisons unless you <laughs> use, I don't know, certain, certain, like, flesh pockets they already have? Ew. Did, did, did he keister the super soldier suit? This <laughs> kind of sounds like say. it. Did he keister? Did, did he just go like, bloop, and then like pull it out and was like, hey. hey. Surprise. Su- surpri- <laughs> hey, boys, it's America. Friday night. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, he definitely keistered the super soldier serum, right? Like, that was the only way he kept it from Nazi hands. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. There's no way, was it? So. I I cannot confirm nor deny that. Um, but yeah, well, I do know some people who can, and we'll get them in contact yeah. with you. Okay. Well, you know, I need to, I need to know. I need to know. This is this is my next. It's venture. the question nobody asked, but the answer everybody was expecting. Yeah, it turns out it's exactly what you thought. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the answer uh, won't so, surprise you. More at eleven. So so yeah he, so yeah he took the disguise flask and drank its cut. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. He talked about him keistering. The thing, yeah, he drunk its contents and became physically enhanced, and like he, you know, he took steroids, you know, like Captain America. Except you didn't get the Vita rays, so like, it, I don't know, I don't know if that matters unless like you're like a nerd about I, it. I mean, the question is, did it actually, you know, do anything to transmit the the serum into his blood? Yeah, see, the Vita Rays were, like, real important, though, because when he got the Vita Rays taken out of him, he uh, Steve Rogers turned into an old man. Like, he oh, aged. Yeah. Like, the Vita Rays were really important. But maybe this was an improvement. Like, it was just like, yo, you don't have to be, you don't have to be in this machine. Like, you just drink it, and you're just like, oof, I'm strong. But, like, not superhuman strong, like, just, like, human strong. Like, like a person who worked really hard, but instead just took steroids. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, he became, like, a costume fighter and then called himself, like, the Mighty Destroyer and fought a bunch of Nazis. Um, in England in 1942, he, Lord Foswell and his daughter Jacqueline befriended the, uh, the invaders, a team of costume champions, serving the Allied cause, set much like the Freedom Five during World War One. Lord Foswell again donned the costume of Junior Jack in order to help the invaders fight you know, barren blood. And he was made a uh, invader himself. However, in the battle between Union Jack and Baron Blood, um, in a cave beneath Fallswell Estate, the vampire like just threw like a just a big just a big old boulder at at Lord <laughs> Fallswell. It was just like and it, it got his legs. It was like, oh no, my legs <laughs> And uh and it, it just um it just you know Left him, left him crippled. Um, and Union Jack managed to pry the boulder off of his legs. Then the huge rock that struck Baron, then the huge rock struck Baron Blood, knocking him backwards. And they fell on some sharp stalagmites, which impelled his, uh, impelled his body, killing him. You know how you kill a vampire, and they never come back. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he was brought back. Oh, by the of way. course he like, was. I've, yeah, he was brought back. He he came back like like real hard, <laughs> like just came back super. Like just came back, just like yo, I'm 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 here real still. tough. <laughs> it just real real tough to kill a vampire in the Marvel universe. <laughs> like a like a like a like a a brain in the jar robot took vamp took the vampire vampiric powers of of Dracula and like Dracula was just like nah, I'm a vampire. I'm just gonna get more stronger. <laughs> <laughs> So Lord Farswell's career as Union Jack was over, but 
as a result of like being bitten by Varen blood and receiving a blood transfusion from the original Human Torch, an android, Lord Falswell's daughter became the superhumanly powerful Spitfire. I forgot how Spitfire got her powers. That is real janky. <laughs> like, just like, hey, why don't you get the blood of a fire bot and also maybe be bit by a vamp? How does that equal a f- person who can fly and shoot fireballs? I that is that does not, not equal allowed the same to answer. Thing. Like, it should be, like, if anything, it should be a vampire that's on fire. <laughs> right? <laughs> we're going to talk about Spitfire later. Are we? Are we going to talk about Spitfire later? No, we're not going to talk about Spitfire not later. Not in this we're edition. We're at the V's. I forgot. We're, we're at the U's. That's before. Uh, uh, S is before It U. is. Yeah. We're not going to talk about Spitfire. Okay. Well, yeah. So then... So, Lord Falswell spit fire and dynamite parachute in Nazi Germany in the hopes of finding a means of restoring the brainwashed dynamite's memory. Uh, Lord Falswell knew that dynamite was Roger Aubrey and hoped that once his memory was restored, he could reveal what happened to Brian Falswell. Lord Falswell and dynamite were captured in Germany and were both rescued by the mighty destroyer, who revealed the true identity to his father and was uh, reconciled with him and then like lord falswell was just like yo just take take this T- take my costume and just like wow we're like the same size dad <laughs> and then he became he, then he became <laughs> wow yeah. so <laughs> meanwhile spitfire and her fellow invaders were captured by germans and were executed by fire squad under the command of hitler himself that was went Oof. places wow I mean, that got like, rough real quick. Yeah, that was like, oof. Um, Brian Falswell, as a second unit jack, came to the invaders' rescue. Well, sorry, they were to be executed, not like they were executed. Sorry, they were to be executed. Uh, I'm sorry, I missed a very important <laughs> word out of that sentence. <laughs> like, it turns out if you don't use the word to, sometimes. <laughs> People just get killed by <laughs> by fire squad. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, um, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I'm starting to not care about this. Uh, he's um, he's, he's very he's very whatever. Like, like a very cookie cutter side character in War Two. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like you can replace this with like. Whatever the French, the the Le Fleur, like and like it just be like a guy with like the French flag and and like it'd be the same <laughs> thing but French. Except that would actually be more interesting if it comes from uh, the shadow government, the Vichy France. That would be way more interesting. Mm. I don't care about nobles, and I kind of <clears> glad that you. he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, I'm not yeah. complaining. Yeah, so um, yeah, so there's some stuff. So. They captured like a Nazi scientist and and was just like, "Yo, make this tiny man remember who he is and also tall again." And guess what? That happened. <laughs> it worked. Um, and then Hitler succeeded in contacting the Asgardian Thunder God Thor and deceived him into aiding the cause of the. What? When did when did Thor help the Nazis? What? 
What? I don't know about that. I don't that. remember that. <laughs> that sounds odd. What? I mean, that sounds. I mean, that sounds right. I mean, look at the Nazis nowadays. They they hide their Nazism with paganism, mm-hmm. but <laughs> well, some of them do. Um, but I mean, sure. I, I don't know. I'm kind of want to read that, but also at the same time, not. Basic, but basically, he tricked him. Be like, hey, look at all these good white people who worship you, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> and Thor is just like, oh, I'll help you. Oh. Um, and Thor and Thor like clashed with the invaders and nearly killed the second Union Jack with a blast of lightning from his enchanted hammer. And then, and then somehow Thor did not realize Hitler was evil before almost killing the invaders. <laughs> I don't know how they did did that. But he realized he realized Hitler is evil, and there was this like, "Hey, I'm going to fight with you guys." Oh my gosh! And then so so there is there's two different things that happen when you Google um, Thor helped Hitler. Okay, um, it's either actually telling you how Thor did help Hitler in the comic books, um, or some weird connection to Taika Waititi. Um, based on Jojo Rabbit and Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I mean, both of those make they sense. They do. They do. But it's just... Actually, Thor did help, technically help Taika Waititi. It did help him. When art and becomes reality. Yeah, I know. It's almost like... By the way, that, that, that movie is like actually I haven't seen good. it yet. Yeah, like it's a pretty basic story about like a white person realizing that they're racist, <laughs> but or I mean anti-Semitic. It's a pretty, but like it's it's done like really well, and like you get it's like really sad, and it's just, like routine. Like it's it's funny in certain parts. So yeah, so apparently like Baron Blood came back because blah blah blah, and it was his brother, and he's like, oh no, <laughs> my brother's alive, and he's a vampire, and he's gonna fight people. And then, and then he was just like, "I'm gonna beat you, brother." But um, Captain America helped him, and uh, Captain America beheaded him, thereby ending the vampiric lives permanently. With an asterisk, not um, <laughs> permanently. I'm gonna start. Uh, stop cheering. And then, then he died. Foswell, Lord Foswell died quietly while watching the burning Baron Blood's remains, knowing that his brother's evil had been overcome at last. And then the th- there was a third Union Jack who was who was Joseph Chapman, who I think we we so meet that's later. number three of eleven. If I'm counting yeah, correctly, I think three of eleven. <laughs> By the by the way, we do have to talk about nine more units. I'm sorry, this is no, oh. no, there's only no, there's only two dead ones. Uh-huh. I already covered the uh, the other nine remaining alive ones. Bless you. So what? Okay, sorry. So you know, there's a thing I don't know about. I don't know why it does this. It's been doing it more. So for the first Union Jack had no superhuman powers. Uh, Union Jack two, for at least several months, had the p- power to discharge bolts of electricity from his hands. 
for several months and then they just forgot about it. I have a feeling someone's just like, why don't we just give them electric powers? <laughs> <laughs> and then someone was just like, no, that's dumb. Like, after no, that person you. stopped writing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both of them were like, I don't know. I don't care. Both of them, like, had a knife and they probably stabbed people slowly while, like, breathing in their last breath and watching <laughs> the life go out of their eyes. Fun. They probably do that to at least one Nazi. I mean, I would. Okay, I'm I'm done. What do you have to plug? Oh, that's it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. By the way, by the way, uh, he's yeah. I was gonna say he probably probably is. Um, I do a podcast myself. It's called This Is My Bourbon Podcast. You can follow it at My Bourbon Pod on all social media channels. I am at P Rated fourteen ninety two as well on all social media channels, and uh, that's it. We do episodes every week. They come out every Wednesday. Okay, I have I have three podcasts that I'm actively doing right now. <laughs> Actually, technically four, but I don't edit the fourth one, and I don't talk about it because we just have one listener. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> and I'm still not going to talk about it. I'm going to just tease it. You're going to have to find it. All right. Yeah. I have a fourth challenge podcast. accepted for the next time I'm on. <laughs> Yeah, so I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids and some allure detail. I have a podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about limited, mostly Marvel series, issue by issue with my friend Rob. And I also have a podcast called something called Over Ends Myth. And also, um, apparently he actually did come back. Did he? No. No, he didn't come back. No, I'm looking at the one that is Joseph Chapman. <laughs> Chapman. There was also, but there was like more of them. Like I don't know. There's one was in the Gardens of the Galaxy. <laughs> um, okay. Apparently, one of the Union Jacks was in. Well, he was th- he was like alive, so he was in War of the Realms because everyone who was alive at the time was in War of the Realms because the entire Earth oh, got took over. And that was an insane um, story. Well, that's another conversation for a different time. Yeah, it's the only time I like read a story with Malekith in it, because I hate Malekith. I hate him so much. Yeah, he. I don't know. He something something justice something, by something dark side.